Got a little juice there. I'm drinking. No, no. This is a Zairai Shincha tea. Japanese tea. Yeah, green tea. Ah, um, I've got a this Gen is from Beautiful. Well, you can see this. Uh, I'll post this video. This is like a really weird Japanese tea. So Zairai means basically that like um, it's uh, it's not. It means it's it's wild. So it like. Right. Uh, like every single one is different and typically like they develop treatments for um, like how uh, l- l- like they, they, they clone trees and stuff so that it becomes easier oh, right. to, um, to, you know, to cultivate uh, right, so, okay. so that the harvests are similar and the treatments are similar and you get the same right. thing. Zyri is like every tree is different and they're like all over the place. So you get totally like weird tasting teas. Every season is different. Every batch is different. That's what I'm drinking right now. Um, But it's super fresh. I got it yesterday. Um, And I'm having a croissant that I'll um, I'll eat into the microphone for the ASMR people. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say like, because I turned up with this fucking pot noodle thing. Um, I can't believe you're eating that, man. I, I know that's not normal for me, by the way. Okay, okay. I'm usually, fair. <laughs> I'm usually very, very healthy, uh, yeah. but I'm a little bit hungover as well. And you know, when you just sort of like, uh, I'm just gonna. Yeah, totally. No, I mean, I, I, I feel you. Like, I'm not, um, I'm not immune to eating trash sometimes. Mm. Um, I don't know. I've, I mean, I've gotten better. Uh, over the years mm. um well here let me just say i'm with i'm with third son world, default world name joseph price he's okay. got wires behind him and <laughs> keyboards and microphones and plants and shit for anyone who's not watching the video um i'm back in new york city this is like big news i first first recording i'm doing in new york since uh since i left mexico I uh, finished shooting a film the other day. I came, hit the ground running. Uh, we're timing this recording a few hours after I just dropped a track that Joe and I did together. Yeah. Uh, this mo- you know, we dropped it this morning. We did it over the last few months. Um, I put it on Bandcamp Thursday. It'll be everywhere. It's called I've Never Done Drugs. Did I call it I've Never Done Drugs? Yeah, I think I've Never so, Done yeah. Drugs. Yeah. Um, that's what it's about kind of but it's about a lot of things as things happen apologies mm-hmm. for my background being very hectic because we shot a film in my house that i'm moving out of and i just like i'm kind of the way that you're like cup of noodles i'm like fuck this shit like i'm not gonna like move things back in order just to move them again in a no, little while no, 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 yeah, so my place is just trash right now. Or it's actually like there's certain areas that are really nice, like empty. Like my downstairs is beautiful. I've been sleeping in my downstairs because it's just cool. like cavernous and huge. And then my bedroom is is all right, but it's hotter in there. So yeah, um, yeah, my bedroom is wildly hot. We got these skylights. Oh really? All day just comes in. Yeah, you can see above here. We got them all over the house. I see it. Yeah, yeah. And um, in the bedroom, it's really brutal. So, like blinds down all day. Mm-hmm. How's the uh, how's the croissant? Really good. Is it really, you like croissants, right? Love love croissants. Them. Oh my god. <laughs> I I um now with COVID um so I'm just getting into the you know, 
real world now for the first time. I've been in mm. Mexico this entire time. I've been isolated for five months, really more like seven, because I was I was already kind of doing that for the few months before. Yeah. Um, and this is my, it's like I put a mask on a week ago for the first time. Right. I hadn't, I hadn't done it. <laughs> like yeah. I was, I was, was by myself. Cleared. Yeah, I didn't need it. I was by myself. Oh, I didn't see anybody. I hadn't touched a person until like I had sex the other day with a person like how, with a with a human with a yeah, human yeah it was wow. it was wild how how was uh, it was it good it was like my body shivered it was crazy <laughs> like actually like i felt i had like like the whole evening afterwards i was like i don't know feeling um euphoric wouldn't be the word i don't think like, it's more you were, like tonic you were just sort of like I, I was floaty. That's the word I used. Right. Like right. I just was kind of like my body wasn't like I would be like I'm the lifting. Body. Yeah. Like I'm lifting this tea to my mouth oh. right now. Yeah. yeah. But I, my arm that is doing the, the action that, that, yeah. that is, that is bearing the weight. Yeah. I wouldn't understand that this would be a disconnect to me. Right. It's like just, this just cup happening. is just floating happening. in air and this, this, thing to the side of me my arm this appendage is not doesn't make sense i don't i don't i don't my senses are not i need to move my microphone up i need like a so so please tell me that you had sex during your because it was your birthday recently right yeah uh what day is it it was sometime in the last uh in the last few days was my birthday i don't know what what month it is anymore time is a flat circle (laughs) Time is a man-made construct. Here we go. I got this. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I had sex on my birthday. Yeah. Good man. I think everyone should have sex on their birthday. It's a great tragedy if people don't have sex on their birthdays. I feel like I've... Is this too high? I think it's going to be okay. <laughs> I, I, it'll You're like building a little like, fortress around you. Oh yeah, this will be cool. This will be yeah. No, this is too high. This is too high. This is ridiculous. You got a nice uh, desk though. There. I know. It's just too high. What the fuck? Nice little um, cupboard desk. I'm thinking. I have an Amazon box over there. I'll use that. Okay. Um, one sec. I'm gonna unplug yeah. this for two seconds. Okay. Uh, you could talk talk about stuff while uh, while I get this Amazon box. Okay. Um, well, ask me a question first. No. Um, so, what happened today? So you dropped the, you dropped the track. Track came out. I think. And so far, that the response perfect. has been. I, I've noticed the response has been pretty good. Wait, I didn't hear anything you just said. What'd uh, you say? Mainly just mumbling to myself, <laughs> and then I said, just screaming into the microphone. Um, I, I was just saying that the track dropped today. And the response seems to be pretty positive so far. I've heard people message me actually. Oh, that's saying, great. This, this, this is great. Um, oh, wow. I wasn't expecting. I didn't think, uh, I mean, I didn't think I'd be getting stuff on my side, you know, which is great. Well, you should. I mean, you deserve it. Well, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, yeah, I don't really fun. know. Every, all of it, I wrote this thing the other day. Just get that, get okay, that. we're back in. Sorry about that. I don't know what happened. Um, 
I'm on my new, you know, I'm on a new, um, I'm in a new place. So everything's fucked up. Um, we were taught you were getting feedback on the track. Oh yeah. So I was saying, um, I came up with this phrase of transactional praise that I, so someone like hit me up. So like a producer was reading one of my scripts and he was giving me feedback about like what he liked and disliked. And, you know, he was giving me, you know, like a, a bravo and whatever. And I, I said to him, you know, like, I really, what, what it comes down to is that like, I know it's good. I need a couple thresholds to crack to know that something is good. Mm. And that's, that's important. You know, we need that. But once that happens, getting a hundred of them or a million of them or whatever, yeah. like doesn't really matter. And it's more about more thresholds. It's more about adding, you know, I want to make stuff. I, I don't, I don't make this song like, like my, well, what do you, what do you mean by more thresholds? Do you mean like more like stuff, more art? So, or- yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I don't like when I release this song today, my excitement mm. is not, Oh yes, I get, you know, people get to hear this. I get to be acknowledged. I get people to understand what I have to say. That part's over for me. Like, like I'm done with that. So the amount of people that respond and be like, thumbs up, great job. Like, I don't care. That does no, I get no dopamine from that. What I want is people to hit me up and say, love this. Can I, you know, can we do, uh, you know, do you want to work together? Or, Hey, I have an idea of where we could put, you know, just, just stuff that, that adds to it. Like this amplifies my ability to make things. That's what's exciting to me. So, you know, you and I connected through one of your agents, who's Mm -hmm. a guy who I've worked with in the past. And so that's, so I satisfied that threshold in my past with Joe. Yeah. As a as a DJ, as a as a booker as well, that I worked with this guy. So when he he and I have this relationship that connects me to you, yeah. And then you and I together can make the song yeah. that we made. And the song that we made, I want to find what the next alchemy into the next thing is. That, sure. That's why I make it. So that's why I want it into the world. I want yeah. this song. Like someone was talking about, like. Uh, like adapting it mm-hmm. at for for like a you know because it's a narrative the song is a narrative right. and yeah. like that would I didn't even that didn't even occur to me that someone might hit me up and be like adapting it for screen or yeah like someone said right. like yo we should option this like and wow. and that was like I was like I that didn't even occur to me that that was a category because it's not because what that- we're making is actually this doesn't exist you know there's spoken word on dance music and there's like right. audiobooks but yeah, yeah, this exactly. this doesn't exist there's well, that's like, like the ultimate ultimate feedback though no someone coming to you with a creative yeah. idea and saying i like this so much i'm gonna give you this idea yeah you should do this so that's that's what i care so 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 i i put these two words i i, I called it transactional transactional praise and you know transactional i typically use in a negative way but in this sense it's a positive way yeah. which is me yeah. which which means just like yo like that's nice and all that you're going to like comment congrats or something like that. Like, cool. Mm. Like, I'm not saying don't do that. Like I, like it's beautiful, you know, yeah, but yeah. I just, mean I mean, I love that. Like, I, I love yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. I think like, it's, but it's, it's also, 
it is gratifying. Obviously, as the more, like, say you have, like you said, a thousand or a million people saying congrats, like it starts so to A dilute, million right? breaks a new threshold, you know? So right now, like, it, yeah, so that changes it. So, so, so you could, I guess, get this qualitatively with one person or you can get it quantitatively with a million people. And all mm -hmm. of a sudden, you know, things change. You know, alchemy is created through this package of a million people. So effectively, a million people becomes the one and it's me plus a million people equals the ability to do why. That's like a city saying, well done, you're great. And now you have, now you have like the ability to do things in that city you have access to a venue in that city that mm. you wouldn't have access to before. Mm. Mm. But now there's, you know, I mean, that's, that's live music, you know, so you yeah, can go yeah. play this venue that you want to play because a thousand people will, 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 will cover. They'll come. Yeah. Yeah. Would you, how, so how would you adapt it to, this is very early stages, obviously. Yeah. I didn't even occur I to mean, me. Yeah. I mean, it's 12 minutes, but I suppose you could really, you could really stretch it out, couldn't you, to something much more? Well, no, I mean, the idea is, is more the story, you know? Well, of course. Yeah. Like, like making the story into something else, um, which is, right. you know, could be its own. It, it could be, like, someone, basically, the conversation was, like, no one has made the EDM movie yet. Right. Like, my friend Max Joseph made the closest thing to it, but, like, and I don't think he'd be, a, whatever, like, I don't care, like, What's I'm that not called? Talking. I've not. It's I've called. Not uh, it's the Zac Efron movie. Oh, um, okay, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. even remember what they called it. Like, right. Yeah, it was I supposed know. to be like BPM or something, but then they changed right. it. Uh, right. But it's like he, you know, Max doesn't even like Max has does not care about DJs. Like that's not what they were not. He actually adapted a script about something else okay. that someone was like, "Can you make this about EDM?" And they right. did because they got the money that way. But like, okay. no one has made a movie about this time period where mm. dance music took over the fucking world people have made a million movies about the underground but yeah no one's made a movie about or a show about the crossover moment I and think, that's I what my story is about yeah i mean what you've done is like very honest as well and it's a very real approach whereas i get the sense like a lot of the big movies that could be about this would very much be a sort of comment on the industry itself and in like a sort of tongue-in-cheek way yeah whereas whereas you've like lived something which you're expressing through this track or piece which i think is a completely different thing like you know from yeah, what i, I tried to the, start from the personal not the, the yeah. point was not to tell a story about the edm crossover moment yeah it, it, it was yeah. a personal story exactly that but that became, was that was just part of the journey wasn't it? it exactly that's where it happened for me you know that's why i introduce it with like the frame of the punk movement of mm. danny fields and stuff like that that this was mine it, it didn't come as expected but that's mm. what it that's what it ended up being yeah but the impetus behind let's make this and let's tell this story was not at all i want to share my side of the EDM, you know, I don't care about, no, I mean, I do care about that, but that was not what I was doing. Sure. Um, I do not feel beholden nor uh, <clears throat> privileged to be the spokesperson for that. Mm. I'm only the spokesperson for my personal experience, which then that's why the drugs thing was the centerpiece of it rather than, mm. you know, my yeah. narrative and dance music. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I tried to make everything else like in service of like everything in the story. I tried to make in service of the drugs arc rather than 
in service of the dance music arc. Like all these people were mentioned because of how they contribute to my resonance in that place. Okay. Losing My Edge was a big reference point that we we talked about early on, but then it kind of disappeared from the, you know, once it was in there, it was just in there. But then someone reminded me of it this morning. I um, it was really like when you first came to me with it. I was actually I was really confused. I mean, no one's ever come to me with something like that before. And you sort of wait for these projects because those are the interesting ones. Those are the ones that could be challenging or could be fun or could be different. Um, and this was definitely one of those. Like I remember thinking, I I actually didn't know what you wanted at first. We had that long conversation. I came away and I was like, I think I know what we're doing. So it what? Yeah, so sat, what was your takeaway? Yeah. And I, and I actually like listened fully again to like all the references and the uh-huh. demo track you made was really helpful. Um, and then, yeah, I realized, oh, it's actually about the narrative. It's like the music and the narrative are like sort of in play with each other, really. It's not just, uh, we're not just making like a dance track or an ambient track or um, just a, a sort of vocal piece um but yeah it's really really fucking unique and and kind of weird in a nice way you know like weird and wonderful i hope so yeah i mean i I want it to be i i I sort of i've been you know just marinating on all of this meditating on all this over the last you know forever but specifically the last Mm. few days and Mm. yeah like like i i uh i was kind of thinking my friend called it metamodernism metamodernism yeah I have to do more homework on it to give a good response, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's effective. You know, it's it's referential art. It's uh, it's right. it's yeah, postmodern yeah. art, but post post while being you know now referencing the fact that we're I aware it. Yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that's I'm not- making this about the art, but using the you know, but it's it's like the song is like about the art, but it's so about the art that it's no longer about the art, mm-hmm. and it's just the aboutness of the aboutness of the art is embedded in the form that we use so naturally at this point that it just, we forget that it's there almost. Mm -hmm. And it just becomes part of the process of making, which sounds like so pretentious and over anyone's head that can possibly be listening to that sentence that I just gave. It's so meta. It's it's meta. It's, it's it's in meta. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's, it's, it's a meta that is so absorbed that it's no longer consciously meta. Yeah. Like yeah. I didn't set out to make any kind of meta statement here. Yeah, it is just right. so past meta that, yeah, it is meta for sure. If you ask me if it's meta, yes, but we are, you and I, that was not our process at all. We were no, super no. practical and like yeah. down to actual sounds and like it should sound like this. Yeah. But what is it just became internalized didn't it like that exactly like like the losing my edge thing like i don't i did not remember that Mm -hmm. there was a losing my edge uh resonant you know resonance for me until this morning it was there a while ago but like i forgot that the james murphy reference is a meta reference because i'm doing what james murphy did while i'm talking about what james murphy did Okay. What did James but it Murphy? works. James Murphy restarted his life right. in his mid thirties okay. and put out a track that was a beat that he talked over 
mm. for 10 minutes. Right. And told a bunch of stories about his life in dance music and how things evolved and rock and roll contributed mm. his understanding to what happened in dance music and how he found himself positioned in it. Yes. <laughs> right. That's losing my edge, you know? Right. And, that, sure. and now where he is today. And yeah. I always saw myself as like, one day I'm going to launch, I'm going to relaunch my artistic, you know, output with a losing my edge esque thing, but mine, I'm not going to redo right. losing my edge. I'm going to do the same, but, but I forgot until this morning. Right. I see. You and I never talked about that. No, for we example. Didn't. Yeah. No. <laughs> this is the first time we're talking about that. But no. that's like something that was in my head at, su you know, at some point. Right. And then someone brought it out today and you're like, oh, yeah. That. It's like, oh, yeah, this was supposed to be my losing my edge. Right. There we go. Like, I didn't even tag LCD sound system. I tagged Boys Noise, Skrillex, Avicii. But I like forgot that there was a, that, that that thread is in there. Yeah, sure. That's a, that's a sign of good art though, right? When there's layers. I think so. I mean, I would, I would, you know, if you agree, I would agree. <laughs> I want it to be good. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm part of this project. So yeah. Yeah. It's good, man. <laughs> it's fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, go back. So, so when, uh, so when I, when we first talked about it, mm. well, this is something, you know, this is cool, actually. Like this is, this is a download that you and I, haven't done and we could do it now like yeah, we've not really debriefed have we exactly like when i because this is something i'm constantly um working on mm. i'm not a skilled musician mm. i am not a technical producer mm. i i developed my musical communication language through DJing, through a little bit of studio work, but mostly just being alive and, you know, being really in it. And I do my best. I, I developed like a weird abstract of how to communicate with, with, with collaborators. Mm -hmm. And I'm constantly trying to figure out, you know, how to do better at that. So, yeah. I mean, how, how did my communication, which I'm, I'm aware that you, let me just say, like, in case you don't like, to work with me is not easy. It's you get easier work yeah. every day. Yeah. And to work with me is extra. It's yeah. You, it's a learning curve. And you have yeah. to, we have to talk about things three times that yeah, otherwise yeah. someone can say, give me one of those. And you know exactly what give me one of those means. Yeah. So what was that like for you when, when we first talked about it? How did I do? Well, Feel free well, to criticize, I, you know? I mean, I'd say each person is very different in their approach to that sort of thing obviously um usually it's a case of being too vague but i think you were like so specific which was really helpful but at the same time there's like there's references and stuff that i need to like almost internalize myself to like understand what you're talking about you know because i mean you would send me huge emails and i'd have to read them through and then sort of like break them down and okay so i think he wants and then i'd listen to the references and I'd have to go back and read again, just, just, just to like sort of internalize it all and get to know like where your head's at with it all. Um, but there was a lot of specific stuff in there, which was super helpful. I mean, like the references were great. There was just a lot of it. There was so much. So where of does it. the which density, is, which is obviously, 
which is obviously a testament. I mean, you, 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 you digest a lot of music, basically. Yeah. You digest yeah. so much music. And that's what I think partly why that was, why this was so, this project was so exciting for you because it was the chance for you to like explore all these different things in, you know, one package as you will. Well, one of the um, reasons why this went first was because I'm, you know, I'm one of those people who like, you know, they say, you know, you work your whole life to like, like you want to get it all in to the thing, all the statements, you know, all the, all the influences, whatever. And, um, I, yeah, I have a lot more music done, but like this was one that I felt encapsulated my, uh, my crazy, you know, uh, I don't know, binders of, <laughs> of, of in my head of stuff, yeah, influences yeah, yeah. And, and statements that I want to make. Yeah. And I think this encapsulates more of them than anything else that I've done. And I'm not, I want to kick it off with this, you know? I'm not really like that. Like I need to, I go through phases with music. Mm-hmm. Like I will listen to like ambient stuff for weeks and just absorb that and really like get to know it. And then I'll listen to like some Phil Collins for like days on end. Then I'll go to like- I do uh, that too. Like Radiohead and I'll get obsessed again with them. And then I'll go to like dance music again and then I'll, I'll start, you know, incorporating that into into the dance music. But I don't know, are you the same or are you, you're- yeah, You're like constantly I mean, listening to so much different stuff because I mean, even even new stuff you sent me is like wildly eclectic. I do both. Um, I so I I go. I guess the other thing to say is like it's not just music. I'm doing the same with film and with clothing and right, with, yeah, with yeah. literature. Like, yeah, and you so, do all this other stuff as well. Yeah. So I I have I have built. This didn't happen overnight. Like. I built a process for myself of how to do all of this. I guess the first thing was, so I've, I've been a, you know, a consumer like this my whole life. Like you Mm. could talk to my college roommates about the, um, I was like famous on soul seek back in the day. Like, you know, the networks, the little like, you know, yeah. yeah, Like, so I had three desktop computers each with tons of internal hard drives in them to to, to host and, and share music. And right. I would just sit there in this like, you know, six by eight little tiny room for, you know, weeks, not, yeah. not days, weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And just, just rinse through shit, just have my headphones and I'd just be locked in. And I would just yeah. do this, you know, like the way that people code, I would do yeah. music um, and film. I would have three films going at once and stuff like that. So, so I've, I've been watching movies and listening to music like this since I'm a, since I'm a child, since I was at my grandparents' um, video distribution warehouse on weekends as a kid. I used to sit in the back room and, and consume things. Um, yeah, and uh, so there was a time where I now, you know, once I decide like, okay, I want to make stuff like, um, most people like this don't end up good at making stuff. Mm. They end up good about talking about stuff, but they don't right. make good stuff. Right. Because they just, they're, they, they just don't develop the muscles. They develop different muscles. Of course. Yeah. Cause it's, and, they're, they're not sort of getting into a niche as such. Something just what, you know, it mm. could, I don't know. I don't know. Like, 
you, you, I have people in my life that are so articulate about other people's work, like right. insanely illuminative, like, and then they tell you know, and, and then they, then they send me their script or something. And it's just like, there's no ideas in it. None. Really? I mean, oh, this is wow. not, this is not, I mean, I'm sure you say same thing with like, imagine, you know, DJs that mm. are just like the most incredible DJs that like, then they produce a track and it's just like a sound alike techno song. Like I, how yeah. many of those friends do you have? Like that yeah, have yeah, never I, had I, an original idea. I, I know, I know the type. Yeah, yeah for sure. You know? But yeah. they are the most incredible curators and DJs. But yeah, like yeah. when they when they send you their own shit, it is just so generic. Yeah, and so that's right. a whole it's, phenomenon. It's, it's a very different thing. Yeah, it's a very different thing. The consumption um, does not necessarily create just because you're you you parse ideas does not mean that you come up with ideas. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I've always wondered if that was me. You know, if I was, that's always been something I've been aware of that like right. the critic, the curator is not necessarily the artist. Right. And, you know, so I, I never, I was always very, uh, reticent to make stuff yeah. until I was ready until I felt like it was, um, until it was important, necessary, unique, dynamic, yeah. like, mm -hmm. And, and I did some stuff in the past that was like halfway there in my opinion and was more just, you know, market friendly, mm, I would right. say. Right. Like I was really good at making stuff that was market friendly, but so it wasn't you, this. Do you feel like you're finding more of a sort of like niche now in like what you're doing, even though you're doing, cause you're spanning, you're spanning fashion, film, music. Yeah, I mean, it's. It, I don't know if it's a niche. Are like colliding, aren't they, as well? In the well, way you do it, as, much, as far as I know. Yes, yes. Uh, I would say it's the other. It's the inverse, actually. They're not colliding. They're uh, generating from the same place. Right. So they're dispersing, but they don't go so far from each other that you can't recognize right. that they were. They came from the same place. So, so that, that and that was a big part of my process. Was I? I used to. I used to explain this. Um, when I kind of had, it was never like a breakdown. I never like got depressed. I just got like, I don't want to do this shit anymore. Like over the course of a little bit of time. And the way that I would describe things is I had this persona that existed in the world. And I would always say like, no, my DJ set, that was the DJ set I wanted to play. Mm -hmm. My, you know, tech thing that I was working on, like I loved it. The mm -hmm. film, the, the music video, I made, whatever, whatever stuff I would do. I was like, no, it's all like, I like that stuff. But what it would be was it, it was not enough. It was not personal enough to the point that I couldn't be associated with the rest. So what, what I would say is like, imagine, you know, and I'm like covering parts of my face. If you're listening to the audio, those are my eyes. Yeah. But what you're doing is you're filling in what my forehead and my cheeks look like right. from something else, from an association. And that's not my forehead and my cheeks. And, and, and I, wasn't comfortable with that. So what I found was I was making things and they were all true, but they wouldn't collide in the way that you're describing because they weren't generated from the, the same, you know, they, they, they lacked a shared Genesis. They were coming from communities that I was involved in. So I was like making stuff with my dance music people. I was making stuff with my tech people. I was making stuff with my film people. And they would all just end up being these different salads, you know, these different right. mixes. And now what I'm doing is I'm generating it all from one place and it's all tapping in, you know, I am the common denominator. So you get added and all of a sudden this percussion is 
like I could never come up with the percussion. That was our, mm-hmm. our initial thing was like, oh my God, this is the percussion I want. Right. And uh, I want this as part of the milieu that is, that is what right. I'm creating. So this percussion yeah. that you make fits really well with the mm-hmm. cinematography of the film that I just made, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, and like, that's how I see it. And they are all in the same language and they, they, yeah. they connect but they do it because I've developed, I went backward, I went inward and learned what I thought was my, you know, what I'm still evolving every day, but is like my language, is my vocabulary. And everything yeah. gets, so I can filter things. I can say, I can yes, no things. Mm. Like this fits, this doesn't fit really well to the point that like when I send this song to someone who I want to work on a film with, mm. I think that they're going to understand what the film is going to be better. Right. Because of listening to this song. And that's important to me. Yeah. Yeah. I can see, I can completely see that. But I mean, I imagine time is a factor there. Because if you're working with sort of different tribes before, but you had like teams. I got rid of that. Yeah. Now you're like, it's just you. I I got rid of everybody. Yeah. Yeah, Right. I tried to, I tried to work with, so what I tried a year ago, I'd say around then you know, a lot of time passed because of COVID. So like this would have been a while ago, but um, I tried to like work, you know, bring in like set up a label situation with some people, partnerships, management, agency, you know, I tried to set up all the pieces, but what, and I thought that maybe because I had developed the language, I could give that. So I guess now we're back to the exact thing that we were talking about before is my communication, which is so important to me Mm. um, that, I tried to communicate to you mm. what I wanted to make and, and, and one way or another it worked, but yeah. it didn't work when I was trying to do that with like management, for instance, they right. didn't get what I was. So like literally one of the same people like listened to the song two days ago and is like, right. you know, everyone's a lot of people are having a similar reaction of like, this is great. Like, we got to make a film about this, you know? Right. And like, I've had multiple people say that. And that's what he said. Um, but huh. like, I was playing him shit that to me, it's like, how did you not get it? You know, like okay. a year ago, like this was, this idea is not like, it's not like you and I just, you know, I had this idea to me, it was fully, of it course. was, it was it's there. Probably, it's a fully formed idea, but yeah, you need to like, you need to spoon feed people. People can't see you until know, it exists you know yeah exactly so that's where i'm at is like this is the beginning of me so so that's what that's kind of what i came to is like i just got to go make it i got to go make yeah. all of it and yeah. then people whoever and this comes back to the transactional praise so i'm yeah. putting this out into the world i'm not thinking about marketing i'm just thinking about people so you are a person you are super important to me that i can synthesize these ideas with you yeah. and get them to the level that they need to get to to yeah create that thing that someone can understand. I couldn't do it by myself. I sure. couldn't communicate what I wanted to communicate without you. And now we get to do it. So what I, th- th- that's what this is all about to me is like my goals here are not trending on, you know, fucking playlists or whatever. I don't give a shit about that. My goals here are people. And I want to yeah. add, I want people to hear it and understand something, whatever right. that is, you know, yeah. and say, I know what we can do next from that. Or, or I can, tell them what I want to do next and they'll get it this time. That, that's, that's my goal. That's my focus right now. And people don't really, in general, people aren't really that way inclined. I think like that's quite a unique position to, to see things because most people are looking for numbers. 
Like yeah, dude, it sucks. I'll tell you. Everyone's like, right, playlist, Spotify. Um, we're gonna get some sales. We're gonna get some press, and then that's the successful release. Man, um, like this is not. Uh, uh, but it's it's kind of a means to an end, isn't it? In a way, for sure. Like I was great at that before you and I knew each other. I was the fucking best at that shit. Those kinds of campaigns and mm-hmm. to be in the position I'm in right now, which is like, I can't use any of that. Mm-hmm. I, it took some getting over right. to accept that, you know, I'm, I'm cool with it. Like I'm, I'm cool with it and I'm going to fucking Kanye, the, I'm going to build my Kanye world. But that is a frustration I want to fucking launch this and I want it to be yeah, on the radio and everywhere. Yo, I fought with my fucking distributors this, you know, this month about the fucking genres. Like, right. and, and I know that if I'm still the dude who can trend everything, every, like who can number one Twitter trend, hype machine trend, Spotify playlists, Apple music, mm-hmm. top front page. If I'm the dude who's doing that, they're going to do whatever the fuck I ask them to do. Mm. But they're not putting it in the genre that I want them to put it in because I have zero leverage because I'm just this like weird artist right now. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But why did you why did you switch to this model then? Why why did you suddenly say Because it's better? Because it's I'm the world. Gonna work, I'm gonna work for for uh um building relationships with people first. Because I, it's just that it's the only way for you and you see it as th- like that wasn't the um that wasn't the genesis of it. That was the reaction. Uh, the genesis of it was I want to make songs like this. Right. Okay. I want to make this. I want to make songs like this. I want to make films like the one that I just made. I want to make, you know, the stuff that I want to make. Not market <clears throat> focused stuff. Right. I want to build my own market. And then yeah. building. So building your own market means you do not have the, the benefit, the privilege, the access to the existing market. If mm-hmm. I'm making something that does not fit into it, I cannot i you know i can't um like i'm gonna see the editor of billboard like today but like it's not in billboard because like what are they gonna do like i'm literally i'm gonna go have tea with her like it's not really like billboard stuff is it what am i gonna yeah what am i gonna like i'm realistic about it you know like the editor of pitchfork commented on the thread like right is it's not in pitchfork i don't know maybe they'll do something but like it would be I, i'm not like anti all that stuff like i want that stuff but that's not the raison d'etre that's not like not the, at all the no. reason for doing it that's like uh that's like uh sort of salt and pepper maybe that is transactional praise that is uh stuff that allows me to go make more stuff i just yeah. want to make stuff so i don't yeah. care about being in pitchfork because it, that that is not an end that is a means you know you said it earlier yeah, yeah. i just i want i want pitchfork because i want to be able to send the article to someone who yeah. i want to work with on something you know yeah, yeah exactly. i just got a big I mean, casting director on my film like okay it's exciting nice that is a way for me to get attention of people mm-hmm. that i want to work with i was ready to cast my own film exactly. but Right, right, right. Well, yeah. well, in that way, it can help with that process, right? Exactly. So someone could come and say, oh, I saw this in Pitchfork. You know, I can also make it. my film with friends, with actors that nobody knows, and it'll right. be just as good. But I can put bigger actors in and more yeah. people will watch it. Man, I wish I could act. It seems like so much fun. 
You got the mustache. You got to look. <laughs> I got the Magnum PI look. Yeah. I can do some Tom Selleck uh, impressions. You, you were asked, okay, I'm going in a million directions, but mm. like compartmentalization is, 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 is the answer to what you were asking me earlier about the density of the consumption. Right. I compartmentalize. So I have times where I consume and I have times where I create and like I have my release radar, for example, like Spotify playlist and I'll do an afternoon and I'll rinse through it and right. I'll flag things and I'll okay. save them. And I have crazy libraries of that stuff, mm. but I don't do that every day. I don't do it all the time. Mm. I'm not constantly like I just last night, I just cut like 20 things in my inbox that are film related that are like immersion that are just education that are just feeling, you know, like, like articles and stuff that I want to read stuff right. like that. But I cut them because I knew, so I finished shooting a film on Friday and I knew this week where I wanted my head to be. Right. And I wasn't going to, by the time I would allow my head to go into the space where mm -hmm. those articles are going to be relevant to me, mm -hmm. I, I'll have other things. And I just, I was right. just like, I got to, you know, just cut. So I cut them. And right. I do that with music all the time. So there will be a month maybe where I listen to no new music and I listen to Phil Collins on repeat. Literally. So you're not, like, just, so you're not just like passively taking on all this stuff. You are never like saying, right, this week I'm going to do this. You have to, because I, it's the same for me, like working, composing for companies and then working with artists and um, then doing something else, maybe doing some library music or something like these are so, these are so wildly different styles or can be yes like you can really get in a tiz i mean for me anyway i need to like sit down and just listen to this stuff for a while before i'm like right i'm in the headspace now yeah so that's what's always sort of blow like blown my mind a little bit about the the range of stuff that you you you've done recently like i can't imagine making an album and being like right i'm gonna go fucking make a film see you later <laughs> yeah and I, and, I, and I connected with you literally like off the back of finishing the album that I wanted to make this stuff and put this out first because I realized the album was too far away. I needed people to get to where I needed to create a little bit of a thread for them mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. see where, what I've been doing because the album is actually so much further out. Like if I dropped the album today, people would be confused. But this... Yeah song allows them to to they know me and like literally someone wrote it's like you know it's like the extension of your podcast right great cool which is good which is yeah which is great feedback right exactly so that's the bridge for them they know that i talk about stuff they know that i've got ideas mm. they know that i dj too mm. oh it's all coming together now <laughs> But if I send them this 12-minute cover of a Judy Sill song from 1966 that has vocal every, like, four minutes, maybe, like, that's going to be a little harder for them to... That's going to be confusing, you know. isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So, that, so, so I made the album, and then I went backwards in my, like, creative craziness. This mm. is me thinking about the world more. And, like... Mm. Yeah. So, so, so that was, so musically even I do it like even just in music mode, I have different modes. Mm -hmm. I have compartments just for music. I have DJ music compartment. I have like, like 
more, you know, relationship music compartment. Right. Like the albums are relationships Netflix usually. Show music. Yeah, and I have like let's make way. something cool. Right. Um, so tell me, do you are you like working on a weekly basis? Because this is quite interesting for me. Because I I honestly get to points where I'm like, shit, I'm really neglecting that area. I need mm-hmm. to go and go and do that now. You know, like label stuff or right. Like I'm really disorganized in that way. You know, I'll I'll literally just have to just work on what's being like thrown at me. You know. So I needed to create a ton of space in my life mm. because I was like that for mm. a while. Mm. You know, just there's a to do list and like. Yeah, and it just gets bigger and bigger, right? Uh-huh, and that's it. And I needed to get, I learned at some point, like if your to-do list is more than two things, it's not really a to-do list. It's just, it's just a bunch of information. Yeah. Because yeah. what you can actually do in a day, you can have a creative focus and you can have an infrastructure, you know, an operational focus. And that's mm-hmm. it. Because mm-hmm. you just, you just, otherwise you're, you're not focused <laughs> is the point. Mm-hmm. You can't have more than, one operational focus and one creative focus at a time. So if right. your to-do list has three things on it, like active things, mm. it's not a to-do list. It's just, you're not actually doing data. that. You're, it's data. Yeah, exactly. Um, so when, when you see these lists of, you know, blah, 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 like they could be schedules. Mm. That's something else. Like these are the things that I have to, that, that I'm doing today. Like I have, you know, I have other things on my schedule. Mm-hmm. but the real doing has to be focus. So I don't, when, when you and I are talking, I mean, you see how I am. Like I, like I'm super, you know, you, you know, obviously I'm like, go, go, go. And yeah. I'm like, no, let's fucking do it now all the time. But then I'm also like, eh, you know what? Like I need two weeks yeah. And I've yeah. told you that before. Like when I want to get my shit done immediately, like, you know how antsy I am and urgent uh-huh. everything is to me. Uh-huh. And then I tell you, I, you know, I, I, I can't, I'm not even going to give you notes for like two, three weeks because I, I want to do it when I'm fully focused on this sure. and I need to surround it with all the things. I was going to say, that's the only way you can do it. Yeah, for sure. Like, so I, I, would, I do yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. You have to. Um, but you have to get to the point. You have to clear so I had to clear runway for that. Right. So is it, this is like weekly for you then? So is it every it's, week it, something? It, it, it like, may end up weekly, but uh, it, it's not, I don't, I don't think about it that way. Like I'm not, it's, that's not a magic number or something like that. However long you need to do that. Exactly. Project. It tends to be like last week was a prepping for the film week with a little bit of stuff. Like I, I, like I, I took time to line this up and I was able mm-hmm. to do it and prep mm-hmm. the film. But like creatively was all the film. Um, mm-hmm. I would not allow myself to read something that did not go toward the film unless I was like chill out, you know? Like I, I was stressed out and I need to like escape, which mm-hmm. I do occasionally, not, a lot less than most people, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty focused like as close to 100% of the time as I'm capable, as, as I can. I, I aim yeah. for 100% of the, like I aim for zero escapism. We're all, I aim for, yeah. yeah. That's, not, that's not possible though. No way. No, I, mean, I, I, I would I, love I to be like that. I would love to be like that. But like, even like, for example, this morning, like you just know when, okay, I just need to have like a couple of hours this morning and just read. Totally. Just like watch something and then I'll be motivated again. Cause like sometimes you just wake up and, 
It's not always, always well, focus, easy. That doesn't mean like, work. That like sometimes reading and meditating is in is within what i refer to as like focus you know right um it doesn't mean like what i'm talking more is like i put mad max on right you know like i'm not putting mad max on to think about you know i'm not developing anything by watching mad max i'm watching mad max because it's awesome and i just like want to just be taken in by mad max for a little while Right. And just go somewhere else because yeah. like my skin is bothering me or something. And I'm not, you know, I'm not, my energy is not right to, f to focus on the script. So I'm just going to like not do it for a little while. But like what I aim to do is that like my, my consumption to creation is like 90, 10. So like reading the book and stuff like you describe is work to me. That, that is part of my, right. like I go to Disneyland. <laughs> and that is part of my like literally going to Disneyland. Just going on the rides part, is like market research or it's just putting myself where I need to be to make the right. thing I need to make. <laughs> and I, and this is this so that's what I'm that referring to and aiming to be 100% focused all the time. Right. So sometimes I'll go you know I'll do something, I'll go hang out with a friend and that is like but, not that's off. That is something that is just chilling. But right. I aim is this like a tax thing, like uh, going to Disneyland and justifying it as um, as work uh, deductible allowances? Oh, I, I don't even know. I'm so disorganized with money. <laughs> I don't know. Like, but I you should. should. You, well, you need to think about that. I could document it totally. I could. I could explain why going to Disneyland. I went. I took a trip to Disney World this year for like a week, and I right. would totally argue that it was important for my work. work. Uh huh. Man, you're onto something there. It's totally valid, <laughs> but that's what, but you have to like, in order to be at that focus level, you need to have the runway to get there. That's how I see it. If mm -hmm. you have things coming at you all the time, then all you're doing is you're reacting mm -hmm. and you need to be able to like be breathing, uh, not in, that's why, you know, I said to you, like, like you said, like out of breath and I was like, nah, dude, like take a breath, take a breath. Like take I want my breath to be breath that i'm like like what do they call you know focus present breaths whatever not like breaths that i'm taking in between waves you know right. yeah. not catching my breath i want to be conducting it mm. taking it easy yeah that makes sense but i try and figure out how to you know this communication thing I, i'm saying all this to package you know like I want to get down like how to like what density level mm. my communication should be in because when I'm sharing with you sometimes one you know the synthesis is there mm. but sometimes the 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 added context to the synthesis gets, gets you will we will gets you lost yeah or sometimes it connects it sometimes the one sentence is not enough sometimes the sentence is all you needed and the rest of it distracted. And I don't know, that's the, that's what I needed. And that's what I need to learn. I, I honestly think like the best way to do that is, is the musical references. I found that the most easy way when you're communicating things like, Oh, from this song, I really love the way it does this. Or I love the okay. in this because immediately I can, I can, 
sort of get that down or understand that. Whereas words can be taken in so many different ways, right? Yeah, yeah. So you need to have both, of course. It's interpretive. Exactly. You need to have both. But I think with the musical context, because we're, we're making music together here, that helps more than anything. And I think when you started sending those over, then it, it started to click with me early on. Okay. What you, what you were actually thinking and, and where your headspace was. Um, where did yeah. the demo versus the references fall in your kind of connectivity? I mean, of course, the demo was was so super important. I mean, that was that was like, yeah, that was really important. Um, but that's what I mean. Like, that's a musical reference. Like, that was mm-hmm. everything. Um, the demo is me chopping up samples and making the yeah. song. Like, the demo is is very close to the final version structurally, yeah. with me chopping up maybe ten different songs and recording a sample vocal over the whole thing and yeah and and it's it's you could listen to it and you you totally get how we ended up with what we ended up with mm-hmm. yeah and each each section yeah like you said it structurally follows but i think also we try to make it a little bit more bespoke to your story to the to the narrative running through so like each section is like a new chapter almost yes so like and we added sounds that were like sort of built off of the sounds that are being referenced also mm. yeah, yeah true yeah there's a lot of um there was a lot of references there we almost like did a vocal effect like the benny benassi skrillex gary go cinema remix <laughs> vocal but we you 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 talked me out of that which i was fine being talked out of (laughs) (laughs) i mean it didn't take much though i was like i'm not sure if we should do this yeah i was like yeah yeah, fine yeah Yeah, i was like exactly you remember i was like it wasn't it wasn't like no i really want to do this i was just like is this a stupid idea and you said yes and i was like cool (laughs) (laughs) yeah meeting adjourned yes um, so what's that process in comparison? So you simultaneously over the last few months, you did a, a 20 day, 20 songs, your album. Or, well, no, it wasn't 20 songs. Was it, it 20? 20, I know. Was I it made, 11 songs or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you right. made an album in 20 days called 20 Days. That's I think, right. Yeah. 11 songs. Yeah. I mean, think about it now. With I mean, features, with like five me. people. like. Yeah, there were yeah there were a handful of features there. Um, I, I made about eighteen tracks. Okay. But I only released fourteen of them. Fourteen, yeah. Um, no, sorry, sorry. I made eighteen. I, I then broke it down to like fourteen, and then we ended up releasing eleven. No. Oh. You were right. Yeah, you were right. <laughs> you know better than me. You know the better okay, than me. Okay. It took a while. I was, I was like, shit. Did I just like, uh, like fuck no, no, that no, up? No, 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 no. You got it right. I got it wrong. Because it's like so, important to me that I do my homework. You know, we, like, so. no, we, we, um, we being me and my management, we sort of like we had the eighteen, and then we were like, maybe that's way, way too many, obviously. Um, and you shouldn't just release everything you make, obviously. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But there, but there was a sort of thought process in there, like maybe we should just be completely honest, and like this is the twenty days. This is what I did. But ultimately, it needs to be like a presentable piece. Um, so we took out the less strong one. Or, uh, it's difficult to say whether they were less strong or whether they just didn't quite fit in 
with the with the other music you know because like with with an album you, you don't just necessarily just want banger after banger like really strong track after strong Fuck track. those i mean that's a whole nother thread that i've talked about well, for years like dj yeah, albums yeah. that are just 12 bang, songs bang, bang. of like 120 bpm hitters it's, like it's, it's, it's God, not like no that's it's not an album, album. it's like a you compilation just, you just tried to make an excuse to do long form interviews that you don't typically get. Yeah. And that, that was your strategy. That was your manager's strategy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, (laughs) So singles don't get you long form interviews, but an album gets you long form interviews. So put 12 Uh of them out together. Yeah. yeah, Right. Um, So the story, yeah, like Solomon albums. Like that's what he does. Yeah. yeah, Precisely. (laughs) Well, it's a number, it's a numbers game for him. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, He's amazing, but, but he doesn't make real albums. Those are just selections. Yeah, 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 sure. Um, but we broke it down, and yeah, it's got to be about the story, for sure. Um, so having those 18 tracks and taking them down to 11, and then now going back to those tracks, I'm now sort of thinking maybe we can do like an EP or something further down the line, because we've got some remixes coming out. And then I think I'm yeah, going to Yeah, I saw do... you posting one today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're out in two weeks. And then um, we've got another package of remixes. And then I think I'll do some B-sides. So taking some of those tracks that I did make. Yeah, I mean, that could be their four songs, whatever. Well, yeah, there's some super stuff, super strong stuff in there. It just didn't quite fit the story, you know? Totally get that. and, And that's really like the whole thing was such like an emotional, not like a roller coaster. That's a bit dramatic, but it was very sort of up and down in, in the, the first few days were really exciting. And I was sort of like naively just plowing on and like making good music, feeling good about it. And then around halfway through, I started sort of being like, Oh, actually this is, uh, this is going to be difficult. I, I, I not only have to make enough music, but it has to be like consistently strong, obviously. And that's when the sort of mind games start coming in, the psychology of it. Because it was really a psychological thing. Like, I, I in what sense? Lot, well, I make a lot of music. I make uh-huh. like a track a day or two tracks a day anyway. That's not like unusual for me. But of course, not all of that is amazing. So it's about taking what's good and leaving what's well, bad. Tell me more about the psychological aspect. What, in what sense? Well, the worry was that I was going to be making so much music in such a short space of time that none of it was going to be amazing, you know? So is this just you being insecure or like being more like, is this more of you making, you being more of a producer for yourself or is this you just like second guessing yourself? Like, can I do it? Is this good? You know, second guessing. Yeah. But also just purely on the numbers. Like if I'm making music, say over the course of one month, I'll make maybe, I don't know, um, 10 or let's say, yeah, 10 tracks and maybe three or four of them are something that I really want to release, you know? Yeah, I come from a completely different, like I don't do, I can't do that. I don't know how to. Right. I only go forward when the complete thought is there. And then I try, it's like more like the Michelangelo idea of like the sculptures inside and we're going to go unearth you'll it. Sit. You'll sit and you'll think and then you'll vomit it up, you mean? Yeah, I don't just like, like I've, I, I, get the, I get the finished idea in my head. Right. 
right and then we go and we copy it as yeah, well yeah, as yeah. we can yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and i know that it works before right. it exists so i never have like that's another reason why i guess like the whole praise thing is not a big deal to me because like my i don't send people 10 things and say which are your favorites i never do that right i just don't i i never have 10 things right to send. like my album is six tracks and there's no there's no like no one i'm not looking for anyone to listen to the album and tell me what their favorite song is it's not like that to me it is this is this is what it is it's exactly what it is it will right. never adjust there was never a there was never a consideration of an adjustment mm-hmm. i want to know what it does to you mm-hmm. that's interesting to me yeah but that's it it's not approval it's not like i know that these six songs are what they are um and there's no there's no seventh song right like the album that the album that I'm, there is there's no you would never just add a single to it there has never it been is, at no time in the process of the album making was there ever a seventh song right there was no idea there was no seed of an right. idea for a seventh song it was always it was never five songs and it was never seven songs it was right. only six songs from the beginning that's unusual yeah <laughs> that's very unusual and that would never work for something like 20 days, obviously. But that's, 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 sure. that's the difference between like, I'm, I will sit and I will just write. I will just work and then I'll wait for that good idea to come of me what just do like you write? fucking around. So I'll just be playing. I'll be either playing on the modular, just, just making random Melodies? stuff. Melodies, like beats, rhythms, just every, anything and everything. And when I have something that I really like and I think, okay, this is cool, or this is interesting, or this is different, well, this is memorable, then you have something to work with. So you take but I won't, pieces I won't, and... I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I won't, I won't sit down and be like, what kind of track do I want to make today? It'll, it'll be like, I'm going to play around, I'm going to jam, something good happens, then I start recording and then I build a whole piece around that. Um, and that's the only way I can make music quick enough to do something like 20 days. So just going back to what I was saying, with the quality versus the quantity, um, obviously with, with doing something like that, I was worried about the quality not matching up, you know? I get it, yeah. It I'm makes sense that. in that frame, yeah. I'm just making so much stuff, but, but in that short space, like, is, is all of it going to be good? Probably not. But what actually happened was, like, more of it was a higher proportion of the music was better than it would have been if I wasn't doing it within that 20 day stretch. Like that was, that was kind of the experiment. I, I thought I was, that's what I was worried about. So halfway through, I was like, is, is all this music going to be good? Like if I present this, is it going to be good? But my feeling at the end was that more, a higher proportion was good music. Yeah. And it had been in the past, which is amazing. Sometimes putting it all together, those elements like will like all the elements being in the place will elevate each element being in the place so sometimes like going in the room and being fully focused yeah can yeah, yeah, yeah. change the ratio oh exactly that and, that, and that's what it is completely yeah. like, i realized that and it's it's all about throwing yourself into something which of course like goes back to the compartmental compartmentalization yeah. yeah like making sure you're fully focused on one thing and not letting anything else distract you um and then so, you're, you're what we do work. that's different 
is we both like the way that you compartmentalized for 20 days, the difference between your process and my process is only in that you entered the arena effectively mm. with your tools mm. and your, your, uh, it's, it's, it's sort of like iron chef, what mm. you did. Mm. Like I'm going to go into the kitchen with ingredients and tools mm. and not, and knowledge, you know, abilities, and I'm going to go cook. Yeah. And I entered the kitchen. Neither of us entered the kitchen until we, we decided we were ready and we were going to just be fully focused on cooking. But yeah. I enter the kitchen with a recipe, only specific ingredients and mm. specific, you know, skill set. So I, I go in knowing exactly what I want to make and there's a few gaps that I need to fill. Yes. So I call in my sous chef and whatever and, and like, you know, so like you had the percussive ingredient that I required that I couldn't get, I couldn't, I couldn't source and I couldn't make myself. So right. it's like that. It's, so I'm just going in with a specific recipe mm. and you're going in where you're a really good chef and you've got really good ingredients mm. and you've got really good tools mm. and you're going to go make something mm. and the food is going to come out great. But it's an experiment. I, you could call it an. I, I don't. I wouldn't call it an experiment. No. Okay. No, I would call it just you're really good at this, and you are. You could call it an experiment in the sense that you're just you know you're arbitrarily picking you know the tw the, the, the only experimental variable is the time. Mm. But yeah, the, the the reason why I think that experiment is a little bit um, disrespectful to you is that you're really good at this. Mm. You know how to identify the ingredients required. Mm -hmm. You know how to identify the tools required mm. and you chose to go focus on using them in this moment. Yeah. That's what you did. It's not really an experiment. No, no, true. Absolutely. But on a, on a, like a micro level, like from day to day, like when I'm actually making the music, it's always experimentation you know yeah it's, sure it's, it's yeah. that it's that like wrong turn that oh wait this is this is not what i meant to happen but it's kind of weird and great so i'm gonna roll with that you know and that, it's those, to, to, to me i guess the reason why I, I i don't like the word experiment is because i think i think it's disrespectful in general to the entire creative process mm. because you're experimenting but uh jason derulo is not experimenting you know like you're both doing the same thing. Yeah, he yeah. is like doing something. It's it's just if more people are doing it in 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 a, in a certain way, it's no longer experimental. But of course it is. It's the exact same process. It's always yeah. the same process. You know what I'm saying? Like you are not doing a more experimental creative process than Jason Derulo is. We just no. don't call it that because the result is less familiar. So your sounds are less familiar than Jason Derulo's sounds. I don't know why I picked Jason Derulo, but you know, whatever, like random, you know, pop, pop person. We, like <laughs> my PR agent's calling me. We need to end this Jason Derulo. <laughs> uh, uh, Sabrina, Sab I don't know who, who, who are Sab like Sabrina, the teenage witch, Sabrina, whatever pop star that doesn't exist. Like um, pop star is also going into the studio to make stuff. Sometimes they do it in, you know, we're yeah. going to go to a log cabin. Yeah. It's like that. Like that happens in pop music. We're going to rent a house 
yeah. with a recording studio and go there for three weeks and record an album. My producer, mm-hmm. me, and my songwriter or whatever, or it's more like 75 people for these kinds of things. But like, you know, they're doing it. You're just doing it by yourself. And what you're coming out with is more nuanced, more, it, it just sounds less, I shouldn't even say that word. No, it's not, not fair. It's against my point. It just doesn't sound as similar. It's not the, it's not the same result. It's not as familiar to a wide right. audience. Yeah. So they're, they're making something that is super familiar. You're making something that is not. Mm. And we call yours experimental and theirs is pop music. And, and I resent that because it's disrespectful to both people. It's just I'm, creating stuff. It's just making stuff. But I'm not. And you I'm have not, a method. But I'm not calling the music experimental. The actual genre is not experimental. experimental. Yeah. And the process isn't necessarily experimental. I'm not like doing something that's, yeah, you're right. You're not totally wacky and out there. But the way, the way I approach the creative process is just by jamming, experimenting, like just try, just throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks, you know? So I guess I'm the, the only thing that I'm flagging in that sense is that you're using a, you're using experiment in a normal literal way the yeah. sociological way. yeah like the the way the the attachment to that word mm. that happens i don't like you know in, especially right. in the electronic community how we call things you know experimental music like they're just yeah. it shouldn't you know alternative music like why is alternative a thing you know yeah. like left field indie like <laughs> indie is a music. word that means like the structure of the company that releases it right like that's ridiculous that we have a sound a kind of music that's so that's very true it's ridiculous you know so i i Um, just think that like we're making stuff i'm making stuff you're making stuff they make stuff and we all experiment it's part of the creative process that's how you make something new otherwise it's just iterative you know you're just replicating something and that's a that's a that's a cool process too you know, Man, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to stop you there because my bladder is about this big. <laughs> so just, just hold that thought. We're back. I have a croissant in the oven now and I'm really excited. It's actually, it's a pan of chocolate, a chocolatine, as they say in Mexico. Ooh. I'm going to, I'm going to get up in like four minutes. I'd say it'll be good. But, um, Morty. okay. So. Oh, you know what? Yo, let's talk. We were talking before. Um, I'm sure we'll relate this back to music, but we were talking about food and diet and life and just like energy. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Really quick to summarize what we were talking about in, in text. Um, so I fast all the time. I fasted for the, the week. So I landed, I got sushi because I hadn't had it in like six months. And then I didn't eat until you know for a week and then i shot my film and i got sushi again uh then i got one steak now i'm not eating i'm having this croissant today because it's like still kind of my birthday and then that's it for the week um and uh so i said so there's two things one way to go is get rid of the idea of eating food for pleasure and only eat for sustenance and the other way to look at it is find a way to understand that your body requires a lot less sustenance than we're trained to give ourselves. This whole three meals a day thing is absurd. So if you can train your body to require less sustenance and then only eat 
beautiful meals to like, you know, enjoy mm. and just bridge those, you know, just, just scatter those enough that like, so, so what I started with was removing eating for pleasure. Mm. I no longer ate because I felt like it. I no longer ate because I enjoyed it because it was an activity. I stopped, I, I, I cut that out. So I only ate when I really needed it. Um, and then what happened was, you know, I, I, I adjusted to that and I learned to eat no more than once a day. And I'm super clean with what I eat. And now, like, I'll, I can eat twice a week. Easy. I mean, I could eat once a week. What? And just make it. Well, yeah, that's what I did last week. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, I, I ate this weekend for the first time oh um, since, you know, since the week before. And you must have lost so much weight now. No. I mean, I'm just at my regular. I'm just, I'm just regular. Um, I could, cause it takes longer to lose weight. It doesn't really process that way. At least not me. I go a week and not much happens to me. Maybe, maybe in, in the second week I would lose weight, but. That's because you have no fat on you anyway. I'm not. Yeah. I mean, I don't have a lot, like I'm pretty lean to begin with, but, but I have a little, like my, my stomach, I ha like, is not like a ripped six pack. Like yeah, yeah. Uh, I have Early puff man. on it. I'm, yeah, but but I, I little, uh, only eat to up. love it at this point. So I eat a meal like once or twice a week, and it's just fucking delicious, and that's all I do. Wow. And otherwise, I drink my tea. I have juice and stuff, an apple, a banana. So you're you know, a lot some, of water, and some it. energy from the fruit, but well, no, I don't get energy from it. I get energy from not putting. I have natural energy that goes all that lasts a week, and if I put food in, my body tires from processing it. Oh, right. That's how my body works. I don't know why, but that's how my body works. That's mental. You get energy from eating? Absolutely. If I don't eat in like within four hours, I'm, I can't do anything. So if I eat every four hours, I, we wouldn't have this conversation. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to. So food demotivates you. That's yeah. mad. Puts me to sleep. That's great. It I might, mean, it might be a problem. I might, there might be something wrong with me. A big, it sounds like you're not human. A big bowl of pasta is going to put me to sleep for sure. But if I eat like good food regularly, not massive meals, mm -hmm. then I'm in a good place. And a big bowl of pasta will put me to sleep as yeah. you. Yeah. But yeah, if I'm eating more than, you know, if I, if I have like, like my chef in Mexico, like she would make me six, like six tacos worth. And I had to tell her like to stop because it, it was so good and I can. Yeah. But like, I'm done. For, like if I have a call with you after that, it's going to be, a, it's going to be a bad call. Right. I'm going to be low. You're going to be, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I to totally get that. After a big meal like that, I need like coffee or something to bring me back up. But there is a diet, <clears throat> which is, it's a low calorie diet, but not for losing weight. It's for longevity. Oh. Because there's a theory. That? There's a theory. Well, life extension, basically making sure you live as long as possible. I'm into that. A theory that, food we eat has or releases free radicals which are dangerous to ourselves and they lead to cell degradation and that's why this whole antioxidant thing is a big thing because if you eat food you see all the tea i'm drinking yeah if you eat and or drink antioxidants then it soaks up those free free radicals which are on a on a atomic level are damaging ourselves and making us old basically so there's a diet which basically says well, just Wait, don't so eat so much food. Yo, dude. 
Do you realize what you're talking about? I do. I do. This yeah, is yeah. my life. I know. I'm, I'm drinking just, green I'm saying, tea. I'm drinking I'm antioxidants. I'm backing you up. This is exactly like, I'm like, you're just I'm, giving my, you're telling me exactly what, what's I'm happening in my this body. Is, this is, this is not that's something exa- I can do. That's the science. Yeah. I can't do it, but there's a theory that that's the case for, for a longer life. People are. It's the green tea. Uh, uh, yeah. Drinking like just good quality water and teas and just not eating as much. But when they are eating, it's really good. It's organic. It's lots of vegetables. Yeah, I eat like, like, like only the only places meat. I eat at are like, I, so it's also financially, like, you know, eating 40, $50 meals like every day and going out like with people and stuff is like bullshit. But if you eat super lean, mm. like 90% of your meals, you know, and then like you splurge. So I end up eating like really good food every time yeah. I eat. Yeah. Like last night, well, I, went to, I, I only went to like my favorite places. Right. That's it. So I, I only eat food that is like my favorite because I can afford to because I'm only having a few meals a week. And if the right. meal's 150 bucks, like whatever, you know, not doing it every meal. That's like That's crazy. I could never do that. I mean, I'm down for trying something like that, but I don't even know if I could fully go and fast for even like a few days. I think I'd be struggling. Yeah, I mean, I have these conversations all the time because because the way that I live is so radical to people, and the whole intermittent fasting thing is so in the cultural conversation, you know. Yeah, yeah zeitgeist, exactly. Um, and you know, people are like, "Well, I do sixteen hour fast." I'm like, "That's just being awake, like <laughs> that's just like you know, or sleeping. I don't know, like that's not that's a day, like that's yeah. just oh, you so you're saying you weren't like just constantly gorging, like." You know, that's not that's oh you skipped lunch like that's I mean, what I, you mean i have uh, i have fast. eight hour fast i have eight hour fast every day that's not a fa- yeah, yeah exactly right right like yeah. <laughs> it's like so so you know i tell people like oh yeah i fast every single day like i go to bed and i don't eat immediately like yeah. I, I that's not a fast yeah it's yeah. just <laughs> I, I i read an article years ago i don't remember who how would i find it but like just basically like french farmers back in the day they wake mm-hmm. up they go do stuff. They work until, you know, it's peak hour and they like go inside when the sun's at, at peak, like three o'clock, whatever they eat. And then they go back out and they work and then they go to sleep. They don't eat at the end of the day. No. Cause why do you fucking eat at the end of the day? Cause you, you must be starving all that work, all that physical activity. No, you eat, you work it off. You eat like Not a big, a massive yeah, you, meal for lunch. You go that, and that's that's what, how I ate in Mexico, pretty much. So I would I would do two swims and two or three workouts a day, and I would eat. I'd come down from it, you know, and then yeah. I'd work it off, and then the day's over, and like I don't need another meal. Right. If I eat before bed, I'm I'm not sleeping well. I'm not. Oh sus. no no no! You don't you don't eat before bed, but I mean eat like. But if I eat at eight like last night, I ate, and I at ate like eight late. O'clock. Yeah, like not like later, I think. No, no, probably about eight o'clock. Yeah. And I and and I hung out and like yeah, I was full like I don't like I don't want to eat when it's dark out, like ever. Period. Mm, mm, mm. I no, like to, I like to going eat, to bed early to- and I like yeah, waking up early and Yeah, no, I, I agree with that, but you need to eat like for me anyway, if I don't eat around six or seven, I, I have to eat around six or seven, then I go to sleep around eleven at the moment. Yeah. And if I go what to do sleep, you do like, from six to 11 other I than the meal? I just eat, eat a meal and then I like basically just hang out 
or like our work or our read so that, or our dude, watch TV. I would posit that that is, let me grab this croissant from behind me one second. Get the croissant. <laughs> I'm looking forward to this croissant. It's going to be some serious ASMR. Yeah, I can see him. He's going in the oven. Oh, he's getting the croissant. Oh, this looks good. So I would. I would wait, you gotta, you gotta, to, you gotta show me, you gotta show me the croissant first. It's a, it's a pan au chocolat. Oh, um, wait, hold on. It's really hot. Um, Ooh, it's crispy. really good. Yeah, it's I had good. it the other day. Yeah, and I heated it. Um, here, I'll have a bite. Oh, mm. oh my oh. god! Oh my yeah. god! It's so good! <laughs> so fucking good! Well, is this your meal for the day? Is it? This is it. Fuck for off! Sure. No way! For sure! Oh my god! For sure! That's oh it! Oh my god! Celery juice, oh. tea, two bottles of water. I had a kombucha this morning. I'll have another kombucha to get rid of this, to settle myself from literally this. Right. That's how like clean I am. That having this will like fuck me will like fuck with me oh yeah so, i mean I, I don't i don't eat any like like sweet stuff or baked goods like yeah i'm doing it just because like I, i've been really good i'm not shooting for a minute like whatever i'm just you know this treat is yourself. my like treat yourself yeah <laughs> exactly but um so so this i think i think that you eat and you're effectively going to bed with all of that yeah that you you know that's a huge you there's a lot of a lot of neurons you know like a lot of mental stimulus about it that your body wants to feed, it's a habit you know it's like masturbating you know it's like you get horny and you and you come and mm. you associate every time i get turned on i come mm. Mm. that's like a male thing and it's fucked it's stupid that like i like this i need to come i need like that's like how we eat I want food. I'm going to have food. Our bodies physically, the, the chemicals that, that the dopamine that tells us I want food. Now I get food combined with the way that we digest makes us tired, I think. And I, so I think that these things that's happening that happen to you, I don't mm. think you're really tired. I think you think you're tired. I think the tiredness let me say, I don't think. I, I have no fucking idea. I'm not your body. I, I don't know anything. Yeah. I'm just giving you a potential. But I'm, a, a but I'm only getting tired in the evenings because I need to sleep, though. That's not because I'm like, I've like overeaten and I just feel like a piece of shit. I'm just like dissolving on the sofa, you know? What did you tell me before, though? I eat you got sick. tired if you don't have four if you don't have food every four hours. Oh, no, I'm just like hungry and I'm just like grumpy and yeah, I get tired and I just- I know. Eat. Yeah. That's what you're doing before bed. So I need energy. I need, I need physical energy. I know. That's literally what happened. You eat at six something, seven something, eight something, whatever. And then you go to yeah. bed at 11 or 12, four-ish yeah. hours later. Yeah, that's fine. No, but that's what I'm saying is you train yourself that that happens. So if right. you don't eat every four hours, that means sleep. That is something that you've trained your body to do. Right. So if you do it at 11 a.m. by 4 p.m., your body thinks it's sleep time. 
So like, yeah, which I, I go to bed at 4 p.m. all the time. I, I don't. Dude, this is what I'm saying. I don't, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, I go, sometimes I just go to bed at 12. I forget to eat and I just fall asleep. So what I'm saying is that you train your body in a rhythm that yeah. I want food, I give myself food. Mm. Like I want this, I get that, or I shut down. Mm. Yeah, that's probably true. The body is... It's a creature of habit. We're creatures of habit, aren't we? So, so I mean, yeah. I don't think you need that. that. I think you're doing it because your your chemicals are doing it. So, when I started, when I stopped thinking of steak and giving myself steak, I also stopped giving myself nap when I wanted nap. Cause I didn't really need a nap. Mm. Like sometimes I do crash. That really does happen. But yeah. like we just give ourselves things that we don't actually need. We just, we just select mm. and that is true. you do it over and over again and, and it becomes a rhythm and it becomes all of a sudden it's physiological. And like you actually, I, I don't think that your body works that way. This is my, my, you know, understanding my opinion. I do not think that your body is really shutting down and it lacks enough energy if you don't get enough food after four or five hours. I think that you have in your mind that that period of time without a certain stimulus precedes a shutdown. Yeah, maybe, probably, probably. But is there not a good thing in that if you do need a certain amount of energy per day anyway. So by you feeling tired, maybe it is a psychological thing, but at the same time, it's also a reminder, oh, I should eat because I need to get my like 1800 calories or whatever. But you don't. In the day. You, I don't why, think you need it. Why don't, why not? I think you would have the same energy. Like, uh, so imagine if you didn't, if you could, if you could achieve the same things, let, let, let's take the word energy out of yeah. this let's take the concept of energy out of this let's make because that is a morph you know that is vague um because we can't we're not measuring what our energy is or let's say it in a different way we know that this idea of energy that we're trying to describe mm. could be physical it could be mental so we don't really know and, and there's no way for us to to parse the relationship between those two things we we don't know so let's let, let's let's move that to the side and say energy is over here Right. Now let's focus on what, you know, there's an A, B, and C. B is energy. And mm -hmm. let's remove the B. So let's just think of A and C. C is getting your tracks done, mm -hmm. feeling good, hanging out with the person that you want to hang out with and being present and looking them in the eye and asking the right questions and uh -huh. listening and responding, you know, enjoying just whatever, like looking at the fucking plants and, and touching them and, and feeling their photosynthesis and being like, this is beautiful that you're doing this. Oh my God. I love this process that's going on inside. Every you. day, every day. Yeah, of course. It's the best. It's the best. <laughs> <laughs> so achieving that, you want that, you know, mm -hmm. and the A is just like, consciousness you know like you're you're, right. you're conscious what are you going to do with that consciousness are you going to are you going to get to the level where you get to get to appreciate the plants hmm. i think that part of that b part of that midpoint is not food 
we have told ourselves that it's food, that it's 1800 calories, that I cannot appreciate the plants without the 1800 calories, that I need these things to get to those things. Mm-hmm. What if, let's not, let, let's, let's go even, let's remove what I think. Let's just say, what if consciousness could go directly to plants, appreciation of plants, and remove all these things that you think you need? and see how much you really need Mm. and try and break down to the essential of what you really need to appreciate those plants while you're conscious. That's, I guess what I'm, what what I explore in myself. Right. I thought I I need, yo, after I eat a meal, I need dessert. You can't just like have a steak and then eat and then not have ice cream. You have to. No. And then I learned, wait, no, you don't actually. Like, that's something that I convinced myself of. Yeah, yeah. That is true. I don't need that. That is true. But But I used to think, like, I need that. No, of course, of course. But you're you're coming from a very mental perspective. And I mean that as in you're talking about consciousness. And I'm I'm thinking in terms of physicality, if, if we're burning so many calories from our bodies moving, our hearts pumping, heat in our body coming out of us all this requires energy from somewhere but are, you, are you suggesting we get our energy from from where else though for that for those physical things you're now going more granular so so go lift out of the ice cream and the energy are the same thing they're just chemicals be it because our physical body is telling us we need it or our mental like i would argue so, so venture in this direction that the, there's a way to argue mm-hmm. that when I have that steak, I genuinely, in order to balance chemically, I do need something sweet. Right. There's, there's a way one can argue that, let's say, okay? That it's not just bullshit, that it's not just mental, that it's not a trick that's being played on us that says that we, no, that sweets were developed evolutionary, like, because... That's how our body, you know, our bodies need these different nutrients and sweets. A little bit of sweets is a good thing. Someone might say that, you know? Okay. Mm. The same way that someone might say you need X amount of calories to run X amount of miles. Mm. I'm saying, like, let's remove whatever these chemical alchemies that we're talking about and let's just focus on, can you do these things? Without- I'm not even trying to figure it out in this, like, we're, we're incapable in this moment of, of coming with a definitive answer. I'm more just talking about the idea of exploring. Mm. Is it possible to run those miles without the things that you think you need to run those miles? Could you do it? And, and maybe the answer actually is no. Maybe the answer actually is you require a certain amount of nutrients, mm. be they calories, whatever, in order to run three miles. Mm. I mm-hmm. think that you don't. And you would, you'd make it. And if you did that a few times, you would realize like, oh, I just need water to run those miles. Mm. I don't actually need to, you know, get carb load like with pasta and chicken. Mm. Like you don't, I, I, I would, I, I, I think you need less. Maybe less. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're all fucking greedy for sure. And I think you could short term, you could do, you could run the marathon, I think. Mm-hmm. But I think long term, if you were to do 
a marathon every week and only have two meals, you'd waste away physically. Surely, surely someone's done it. And then we're getting into extremes of pushing your body to its limits yeah. with on both ends with yeah. fewest nutrients, you know, fewest resources, yeah. Yeah, exactly. most exertion. That's, that's, that's going, I'm just talking about regular though, you know? Right. So, so that's extremes and that's now seeing how much, how far we can go. That's mm. like my friend Magda does 21 day water fast. I've never done that. I'm not against it. I just, I just haven't gotten around to it. Yeah. It's, that's oh. a lot, you know? Um, so that's intense. Yeah. Uh, I'm not talking about marathons. I'm talking about, you know, my regular 20 minutes, sit-ups, mm. push-ups, whatever, just right. without, yeah. without scrambled eggs and waffles and toast. Oh yeah. You could do that. I mean, this what I'm saying. I mean, uh, I mean, I, but even, so I did that today. So I had lunch though mm -hmm. around one and then I worked out around four three or four, three, around three 30. And then, but then after that, I was like, oh man, I've got to eat something. Hence why I brought this lovely poor noodle up here with me for the, for the podcast, for the ASMR. So I just, the way that I got to my diet was, um, first just only eating when I'm, you know, when I really need it. And then eventually really getting desperate. to realize like, oh, I only need stuff once a day if I space it out properly. Like I'm just used to eating early. And then I stopped eating early and I realized like how far, how far into the day can I go? So, so, so that's kind of what I'm getting at is like you can explore this. Yeah. Explore I'm, your body I'm, in a very easy I'm, way. I'm, totally you did today. For, I'm totally up for that. Like exploring and seeing what works for you. And, and, and also like modern living we're so used to modern living, obviously, mm -hmm. but when you do think about it, we come from, um, I mean, say five, that's five, 6,000 years ago, people would, would hunt their food, catch it in the day and then they'd, they'd have it eat, when they had it, eat it at night. And that was, that was the meal. That was the grub for the day. Mm -hmm. So that's not an unusual way to eat in modern times. It is. Yeah. But it's all about just maximizing like what works for you, I guess. Um, yeah. So for me, I put focus into seeing exactly how far I could stretch that. So, so you did it in the afternoon and then afterwards, when you got to the early evening, it was like, okay, I need something. So yeah. just like, imagine the next time. This. Yeah. Like just, you know, what, what it, the, the, the application of this is just like when that moment occurs, second mm. guessing yourself mm. and just being like, feeling yourself, you know, feeling yeah. your body. Like, is it my head? Is it my stomach? Is it, am I shaking? You know, am I, yeah. am I lightheaded? What is this? What is the manifestation of this void? Mm. There's a void. There's something, there's an absence. Mm -hmm. Where is it? Is it, is it in my stomach? Is it my, uh, is it my, my muscles? Are my muscles weak? Cause I, I, I moved them a bunch. I exerted force mm. and I need to refill my muscle density, whatever, what, what, what is the absence that you need to fill? And if you start to think about it that way, and then you're like, do I, and how, or, or maybe I could do it later, or maybe I could get through tonight and just eat tomorrow morning. You just start to do these like little incremental moments where you stretch these things, you stretch yourself mm. and then you just realize for that. for that. Yeah. But then you realize to me, what I, what happened with me is you realize like, how far you can go and you realize it's like it's like army people i forget what they um what, what you know it's marines or something like that like when you think you're spent 
when you think you're, um, you're done. at fail, you're yeah. at 40% usually. Right. That's what they say. Like when you're doing push-ups or something like that, and you're like, oh, uh, uh, you're at 40% of your capacity. Remind me never to join the army. Yeah, no, I'm not either. <laughs> that sounds awful. That sounds awful. Um, but yeah, the body, you're right. The body can be pushed to extreme levels, like beyond for sure what we would even sort of be able to comprehend on like uh, working out once a day or every other day sort of level. I mean, Here's an application of it is chilling. Like I realized like, no, I don't need downtime ever. I only need downtime when exceptions occur. Like when something bad happens, when I get stressed out, when I get shaken, when I get extra fucked, you know, whatever, like yeah. I need to, to, uh, respond. Yeah. But yeah. my regular day should not require like, mm. you know, uh, a, a decompress. Yeah. So, so that 100% focus, like mm. if, if I have, you know, people will talk to me like I'm hardcore. Like I don't have friendships the way that other people have friendships because I, my friendships understand this about me and we interact in a different way. Mm. We're like, like I had dinner, birthday dinner last night with two friends because mm. if they, they wanted me, they wanted to do it the night before, but there were going to be like six people there. And I just didn't want those people around. Right. I was down to go talk to the, I don't require this socializing with all these random people and talking mm. about bullshit. Like yeah. I wanted to actually just do the like, proper focus catch up with the people that yeah i was going to see i didn't want to take a break from my reality mm. and i wouldn't i wouldn't show up to the rent to i didn't want to see the other people so i i'm fully focused and yeah. and, and it's body and mind you know it's it's mm. that idea of pushing myself like i do not need to take a break mm. Mm. like mm. i can when i'm compartmentalizing like music and you know like we're talking and like, we're recording this episode. It's however long it is like, mm. Oh, I should, I should take a minute. You know, I should like clear my head or whatever. Mm. That's like what we tell ourselves. No, yeah. I don't actually have to. I'm going to get immediately into the next thing because yeah. like, what are we doing right now? We're just like, we're, t we're talking and I'm focused on you. And then I could shift focus instantly to the other mm. thing. Mm. I'm not going to like come down from this. I'm no, not like, no, I'm not. not like exhausted from like <laughs> you and I talking. Like I'm fine. This was pretty, pretty strenuous. This conversation, <laughs> you know, I'm going to if, a bath after this. If it were strenuous, then I would come down. But like the yeah. average thing in your life is not because you yeah. have a, you have a, a you have a base level, you have a baseline. Yeah. Some people are, you know, they're construction workers and every day their, their biceps are just, you know, they're going like that. They're, they're lifting things and all they need to physically adjust to the physical labor they're doing, but they do it less than what, you know, if I did it, I would be sore because I'm not used to that, but they're used to it and they require a little bit of adjustment, mm -hmm. but like, it's not like, it's all proportional. Some people yeah. would, would need a come down from having a conversation because they're not used to, they don't have the communication skills that, that, that you and I have. Mm. But it's whatever. No, no, no. I um, I'm completely with you. I'm like I. Occasionally, I do need some time to just adjust, and and certainly after the album, after the Twenty Days album, I was like, I yeah, you were decompressing. Yeah, I was dead. Like, because you were, 
you were like sort of asking me for like some notes and stuff and i was like no I can't. some stuff and i was like oh man i sound like i'm fucking dead and i think that was an exception yeah yeah right yeah that was completely like a, a unique thing that i'd never done i was a marathon before. completely and i was dead afterwards um but yeah my usual day-to-day yeah i'm i'm always on i'm always i'm like you i'm like i need to be constantly like doing stuff generally speaking to feel like happy you know i think we're built to do that i think i think we are yeah i think people are built to work we, we yeah. need to work to feel like gratified to feel worthy it's a deficiency if we don't yeah it's, something is wrong mm. if we don't mm. Mm. but we're operating at baseline mm. by living that way i think Man, I'm so hungry. Go get some food. So yeah. And let's uh let's do a let's do a call in like two days and go yeah. over music stuff. Maybe like Wednesday. Wednesday or Thursday, you tell me. Let's and, do it. Uh, um Wednesday should be fine. Or we can just play it by air. Cool. Um thank you for all your work. Thank you for your collaboration, your teamwork, your creative Pleasure, creative uh productions to, you know uh, uh, creative juices cre- yeah creative uh, additions to my life mm. i'm very excited for the world to hear what we've done together it's yeah. on Bandcamp now it'll be everywhere else on thursday i like Bandcamp the best though yeah they're the most artist friendly creative friendly i think yeah and in the meantime go listen to 20 days because mine's only, you know, mine's only 12 minutes. So you're going <laughs> to rinse through that quick. <laughs> but uh, you got a lot more. You, you could listen to the CAR track, Chloe Renee, yeah, who's a featured one. on there. Maria Minerva. There's a lot of cool stuff on the record. And you put out, I think, like three or four other EPs this year, too. Lots of music. Mm, tons. You've been busy. Never stops. And, and the composing and tons of stuff. So you got lots to dive in. I'll post some links and um, talk to everybody soon. And and we'll uh, we'll hop off and and schedule some shit after this. Wicked. But yo, man, thank you so much for for your time here and uh, for all your work. And we'll be talking. Yeah. Enjoy the food. (laughs) Bye. Peace.